You're about to enter Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, please search for us on iTunes. Uh, look at Nowhere, California, all one word. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash Nowhere, California. Please hit like. And as always, we are very hungry for your feedback. So if you have any requests or anything like that, please send your love, your hate, or your apathy to Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. This is Josh. This is Phil. And welcome to Nowhere, California. Hopefully the traffic isn't drowning us out because we are standing outside the complex in Glendale, California to watch something that we kind of seen evolve over the past about a year or so. Exactly. A world premiere. World premiere of the pilot episode of Queen Gloria. Yeah. Uh, we first met up with Satu and Steve J. Palmer at the last year's Days of the Dead convention. Mm-hmm. Very, very fortunate. Very fortunate and very lucky meeting because it kind of evolved into a great uh, friendship. Yes, wonderful friendship. We are at the complex, as we said, in Glendale for the world premiere of this great TV series that will find a home very quickly and become TV history, honestly. And we're honored to be covering it. Yeah, honestly, you look at TV right now, there's not a lot on. No, no, this thing's golden. This deserves a home and it will find a home. So throughout this uh, episode, we are going to be talking to a lot of people. We're covering red carpet. We're going to be talking to people during the event, after party event. Just we're, we're covering this thing. We're covering oh, this yeah. like a freaking blanket. You know, yep, <laughs> we're all over it. <coughs> we have finished the premiere episode of uh, Queen Gory. Now we're sitting here with Joe. How did you enjoy the pilot? I had fun. It was a good time. Yeah. Good time was had by one and all. Yeah. How uh, far into the idea stages have you were you uh, aware of the Queen Gory? I knew about it quite a while ago because yeah. uh, uh, Steve, who played Terry the Werewolf, is a good friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, so I had actually seen um, a trailer and some pieces of it a, a bit early on, and uh, uh, so I, and I've been a big fan. I actually auditioned for the part of the professor. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, um, and and had, so I read the script too. I was a fan of the script. That's awesome. Um, do you have any? Uh, I guess what would your review of the premiere episode be? Very interesting premise. Uh, I really want to see where it goes because of all this sort of mysterious culty kind of stuff going on. I think it's, I think it's funny. I think there's a lot of really good humor in there. I think it's a, it's a, I think it's a, it's a great premise uh, uh, that has a lot of possibilities as to where it could go. And, and I think it fits into a nice little niche in, in, in fan folks like us. Yeah. You know, yeah. The kind of stuff we like. Yeah, that was the, definitely the thing that connected me to when we first heard about it was the. The convention world and the fanboy life. Exactly. Yeah. I love. I love the fact that that this whole first scene is set in a, at a convention. Yeah. So you can really play on that. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Uh, do you have any other comments you want to? Um, I'm very supportive of the project. I think it's, it's fun stuff. I think Satu has done an amazing job of pulling it all together uh, on a shoestring and making stuff happen. And uh, uh, there's wonderful performances. Steve, I have to say, my pal Steve is great in it. He's, he's funny as hell. And uh, I wish him the best of luck with the project. Thank you, man. And I got to honestly admit this. It's finally great to finally meet you. You too. <laughs> After back and forth. <laughs> yes, we've been we've been playing back and forth for God knows how long. Yep. Uh, it's been a while. Because you guys because you guys are in your mysterious landscape where you do your podcast. Yeah, in the magical land of nowhere. Yes. (laughs) But honestly, thank you so much for sitting down and talking to us after this great episode. My pleasure. Thank you, man. Oh, we might as well throw this up. Why not? Yeah. Uh, We do have. That's why you're there. 
Not, not you. Exactly. Yeah. Let's remind you. Yes. Uh, on uh, where we do have our trademark question. I do not know your trademark question. Well, I'm about to tell you. Uh, what is your favorite what the fuck movie moment? My favorite what the fuck movie moment. Actually, it just happened in Guardians of the Galaxy. Great movie. Uh, you have a connection to this movie? I do have a connection to this movie. And that is? Uh, I, I, we haven't mentioned anything about me. I'm an actor, but I also coach actors. And one of my clients is uh, Dave Bautista, who plays Drax the Destroyer in Guardians of the Galaxy. And, and one of the not-what-the-fuck moments is how damn good he is in that very, movie. Very, very freaking true. And how much fun that is in the movie. And actually... I don't, anybody who hasn't seen the movie, I, whoa, look out. Anybody who hasn't seen the movie, I don't want to give away this thing. Yeah. But the very last scene of the movie during the credits is a definite what the fuck. And I know what you're talking that about. That is and a I definitely major, agree. major what the fuck. I definitely agree with you on to that. To some people, why, why would they do that? And to me, how delightful. Yes, and I definitely know what you're talking about, and I love every moment of that scene. Yes, indeed. Yes, as an 80s child. Yes. <laughs> Uh, as, a, as, a, as a reader, an avid comic book Yes, reader, definitely. It makes me want to jump back to that certain character. Yes, indeed. Yes. But we will not tell you what that character is, because we keep secrets. Yes, and you need to go sit through Guardians of the Galaxy. Several times. Several That's times. Excellent. Actually, I just saw it for the third time this week. Awesome. Uh, and it gets better with oh. repeated viewing. It does seem like it has those little things where you have to see it repeatedly to make sure you catch every little bit. Yeah, yeah. I was really looking in the collector's lair this time to see what I could pick up. Yes. And, uh, and there's all kinds of other little things. So, go see Guardians of the Galaxy, which I'm not in and Josh is not in. But it doesn't matter because it's spectacular. It is an epic movie. Well, uh, once again, thank you, Joe, for sitting down with us. My pleasure, man. Cool. The night continues, and now we're sitting down with... Rachel Prescott. And your part with uh, Queen Gory is... Um, I was basically Satu's assistant, kind of um, on and off throughout the process. Um, I did a little bit of AD work, and I had a little tiny, tiny cameo. Um, but really, um, the fun part, the interesting part, is that Satu and I went to theater school together. And uh, we went to school at Stella Adler in New York. And she is just, I just love working with her because she is such a fun like intelligent focused woman and it is so rare to meet somebody so down to earth yeah, in exactly. Hollywood and well I didn't meet her here but you know just, to, in general in this area. Yeah, just to find that and I'm so proud of her for everything she's done. Exactly. So you, you've been uh, with uh, Queen Gloria in the early processes of it. How did you feel about the final product seeing it tonight with the uh, viewers and everything? It was wonderful. I, I mean they had a great turnout um, but really what she took it from I mean from the you know five or six minute teaser that they then pitched into a Kickstarter and then they made it into a pilot and it, just having seen it come as far as it has and the editing that she did and the score that she put with it and the actors the oh, yeah. phenomenal actors that were involved with the whole project it, I mean they really made it come together and I, I really hope that it gets the attention it deserves because it's a wonderful show that I think would have a really great audience base. You, you did mention something that we honestly we had mentioned with everybody else so we'll go into it with you. 
the music on the show was awesome. Yes, I love the music. Such great choices on it. It's so funny. I, that was the one thing that I really picked out from um, when I saw the teaser that she, the official trailer that she posted online, and I was like, you know, I just the music is just so on point. It highlights. I mean, well, watching it tonight, it highlight highlighted. I think that's the right word. Highlighted. Highlighted. Works for us. Do you highlight or hi- highlighted? Highlighted. It highlighted the uh, comedic moments, the dramatic moments, so perfectly, and it also kind of uh, seemed like a bit of a throwback to Dexter, which is yes. uh, one of my favorite shows, and I think it would also appeal to a very similar audience. Uh, so. One of my all-time favorite shows. I own the box set. I have the Dexter box with the slides and yeah. everything. Uh, so much fun. What are your hopes with uh, with the show as you were kind of uh, watching the production unfold and everything? What are your thoughts about what could be in the future for this show? Um, a future for the show, I, I hope it gets picked up by a major network. I hope it gets picked up by Showtime or Fox. Um, I think that would be wonderful. Um, that that would be my ultimate goal for it. That's awesome. And as we pose this question to a lot of people tonight, it's our trademark final question. What is your favorite what the fuck movie moment? My favorite what the fuck movie moment? Yeah. Pose it to everybody. Uh, it kind of became our go-to during convention times and everything. We posted it to Head the Landing Camp, Sid Haig, and everybody sat to Steve. It, it, it gets an eclectic group of answers. Yeah. My favorite what the fuck moment is basically any moment in Jurassic Park when a raptor eats a person. That is a good choice. I mean, really, it doesn't get better than that. That is very awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for sitting down with us. Yeah. Thank you so much. The night continues, and now we're sitting down with Rance Hosley. I'm uh, the producer and uh, the the man who made the opening credits. Very great job on yeah, the yeah, opening thank credits. You, thank that you, was thank an you. amazing opening credits. Yes. How has the night been for you tonight? It's been great, other than the uh, the, the random audio uh, displays. But I'd like to point out, as Steve might have mentioned prior, that yeah. we've had uh, situation after situation. Yeah. In any point, uh, at any convention, at any appearance. However, traditionally, it's been that the audio plays and the video does not play. So karma is, you know, a bit of a bitch, and it's coming back. So on, on every other presentation that we've done, uh, horror conventions, San Diego Comic Con, the audio has come on and the video has not come on. Yeah. So so it's like karma decided, hey, let's mix things up a little bit. Let's flip the script a little bit. Exactly. You know. Can't get complacent, so we're gonna we're gonna play some video and, and not place the audio. Yeah. But after that, um, it, it really was great. We've spent months in the editing process, and the problem with the editing process is you spend so much time with the material, you really lose context. Yeah. Uh, you lose objectivity. You you start seeing all the flaws and and none of the beats. Yeah. So um, you know. Academically, you know, theoretically, like, okay, this works, this doesn't work, but it's really, uh, it's really a rewarding thing when you play it for a group that isn't friends and family, yeah. and and they react, and they react honestly much more than you would hope, and, okay. and so it's it's been a great night. We've been very very happy with it. That's awesome. Um, how do you feel like everybody, the view, the viewers that were here, gonna how do you feel they reacted to it? I, I thought they reacted great. Um, the uh, comedy played well um, 
and, and talking with, with people afterwards, they got what we were trying to do with it. Um, they, they got... Uh, they were very impressed with the with the acting performances. I mean, we, we've been really, really, honestly, very blessed. There's um, some really, really stellar actors on this show, and uh, you can have the best writing in the world, and Andrew's done a great job with the writing. But no matter how good the writing is, yeah. if the direction and the and the performances aren't there, it still falls flat. And, and we've been amazingly blessed whether you're talking about Jason whether you're talking about Steve whether you're talking about Satu I mean across the board everyone really brings the goods and, and it's I, I think it's you know in any production whether you're talking film television whatever it's a collective uh, effort because yeah. if one piece falls apart um, it, it really becomes apparent uh, really quickly and we've been very very blessed to have an amazing team across the board so yeah that is definitely true from the finished product alone you can tell the casting crew but heart and soul into it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, and that's the other thing, too, is that everyone's been really just uh, very committed into, like, how can we make this happen? What, what can we do? And, and it's really been a, uh, a very team effort from, from the ground up of everyone really feeling the strength of the material and the strength of the potential in it. So that's, that's been really rewarding. And, and coming to this night where we actually get to screen it for a large group yeah. and, and have that reaction of people who've never seen the material, they've never read the script, they, they yeah. don't know anything about it, they're coming into it dry, and, and they're enjoying it, they're laughing, and, and, and they're getting the, the dramatic elements out. And that really makes it all worthwhile, and honestly does. That is definitely true. Um, from the initial incarnation of the idea to the 10-minute teaser right. to the Kickstarter to now, how do you feel about the finished product, the, like, from coming from point A to point B now? Right. Well, I'm, to be honest, I'm a bit of a carpetbagger in this. Um, uh, Satu and, and Andrew really shepherded this from ground zero, yeah. and I came in after the, the pilot shoot had completed. Um, I, I met uh, Satu and Steve at WonderCon yeah. and saw uh, the rough footage. I, there wasn't even an edit at that point. Yeah. And it was really apparent to me that because I had just finished um, uh, developing a TV series, uh, I was in the middle of writing a feature for Fox, and, and it became really apparent really quickly that there's something amazing here. Yeah. And um, so I was very happy to come on at this point to to help package it, help uh, get it out to a larger audience, help get it to the right channels. Um, and from our standpoint, it's it's an amazing piece of work. I mean, yeah. the, the thing to keep in mind is that, like, from my standpoint, looking at this, it was um, it was the same level of development that you see networks yeah. put into a pilot for millions of dollars. Oh yeah. And, and then they shuttle because they go, oh well, you know, we decided this doesn't fit within our lineup. It's not a reality show. It, exactly. And instead, we're giving them something that they can evaluate. Uh, on a buy or sell thing that, that really uh, is a risk mitigation process for them yeah. and, and that they know really very clearly what they're getting when they sign on. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I honestly think I was talking with the head of the WGA about this um, a few weeks ago and, and we see this happening more and more as the model changes, as digital distribution increases, as there become uh, alternate channels rather than just the traditional network channels. Netflix and Yahoo. Exactly. And, and the thing is, for every Netflix, Yahoo, Amazon that's that's currently out there, there are currently 17 that are 
established that are in development, and yeah. there's dozens more beyond that that are that are currently seeking funding. That are looking for partnerships, uh, whether it's with uh, handheld carriers or whatever. So, I mean, this is just the beginning of this, and, and giving them an opportunity of like, look, here's something yay or nay, yeah. and here's something to to differentiate your brand yeah. in the same way that, for instance, Netflix uh, established themselves with something like House of Cards, yeah. or that uh, or that Amazon did with Alphas and uh, Alpha House and Betas. And luckily not Zombieland. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, thank you again for sitting down with us. This has been really awesome. This night has been amazing. Absolutely. Thank and you so much. Before someone points it out to me, <laughs> we have a trademark question with the podcast. All right. We ended with all of our interviews. What is your favorite What the Fuck movie moment? My favorite What the Fuck movie moment absolutely has to be Magnolia and the Frogs Come Down. I, I, my favorite my favorite movie of all time, and I've seen it, I, I see it at least three times a year, and, and I still have that moment of, of they're driving down Ventura, and the first frog hits the windshield, and you're like, seriously, what the absolute fuck is up with that? Yeah. That is just like this biblical fucking hell coming undone. It's great. I love that, it. That is awesome, man. Thank you so much for talking with absolutely. us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now we are talking to... Andrew Harris. And you are a producer of uh, Queen Gordy, right? Uh, executive producer and writer, I wrote yeah. it. Uh, yeah. And uh, you did, uh, you're part of the creation of it, too, weren't you? The, the initial ideas of it? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I created it, I wrote it, and uh, it, I wrote it in, like, I don't even, like, 2009. Yeah. And basically, it was just kind of like a script on my hard drive. And I had worked with Satu on... Um, I did a web... I lived in New York. I did a web series called Polyester Dreams. Yeah. But she acted in. And she played... Um, she played a, a woman in a uh, Brazilian death metal band. Yeah. And um, she moved out to L.A. And I had this script and I liked it. And they knew she was into like horror and hosting and you know, all that kind of shit. Yeah. And I knew that she was producing her own stuff out here. So basically I was like, hey... Take a look at the script, see what you think of it, um, and if you like it, like I'll give you half of it. You know, like we'll yeah. be partners on it um, if you like produce it and you know for me, basically. Awesome. So she, you know, she did like a lot of legwork. Yeah, um, she's on the hustle through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the initial idea going into the teaser and into the Kickstarter now with tonight, how do you feel about the finished product? I was really happy with it. Yeah, um, like there was a lot of there was a lot of editing um, and to the point where it was just like really really tight. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was like it was weird because it was like we filmed part of it, like the beginning part of it last year. Yeah. Just with like a you know a few grand, and then late last year we did the Kickstarter yeah. and was able to raise like over ten grand from yeah. the rest of it. Um, so it was like filmed at different times, um, but like it actually like this this cut just came together really well. And it was an yeah, yeah. it was an awesome view uh, for us. The this episode makes us want more. And that's, yeah. I guess the seal of a good product. Uh, how do you feel about how everybody reacted to it? The viewers. I was really I was I was really happy. Yeah. Cuz it's like you know, I wrote the thing a long time ago and I I you know, I uh, like uh, revised it a lot since then. 
but it's like you don't know you know what I mean like you get so subjective like you don't know what the fuck you think of it you know what I mean yeah exactly so I was really really happy and it was like you know Satsu and I both like went to the casting sessions and we got like a great cast together you know I was thrilled with how it came out awesome Uh, gotta thank you again for sitting down with us and talking with us I know this won't be the last time we'll talk no um we have a particular question we like to end every interview with Nowhere California, sure. and we want to pose it to you. What is your favorite what the fuck movie moment? Wow. I, there's a movie called Possession from 1981 with yeah. Sam Neill and um, some woman from Poland, I forget her name. Yeah. She's an amazing actress, but I can't remember her yeah. name. Where it's like you're 45 minutes into the movie. I almost kind of don't want to say it because I don't want to spoil it for people yeah. that haven't seen it. Where it's just like it completely changes view. It's like, oh, this guy's a spy and he's coming home and you don't know what side of the Berlin Wall they're on and he's having, you know, his wife is cheating on him maybe. And then there's like, what? Yeah. The, talking about yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. i don't want to say it because yeah. if i had known watch possession yeah possession it's that's my moment that's my moment right there thank you so much yeah. for saying that with thank us you. but yeah let's simply talk again because that's um urbane gorillas that's my company yeah i uh you know this graphic novel of mine came out last year oh awesome yeah yeah um carl slaminski is a great artist um couple other books coming out. This is my first graphic novel. Yeah. And then... Uh, what was the title again? Golgotha. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and it's... Out. If you go... Yeah, I mean, if you go on UrbaneGorillas.com, you can find it, but it's also on Amazon, either digital or print or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 215 Inc., this great press out of Philadelphia, put it out. Awesome. Uh, they're great dudes. And, and then I also... Um, co-wrote this book Moon Lake with, with uh, Dan Fogler for Archaea Press yeah and then I have other comic stuff that's coming out that's so awesome. I'd, I'd love to talk to you guys about this and because I think Queen Gloria is in a unique place yeah because I feel like in geek culture fan like I feel like in 10 years female fandom will actually outweigh male fandom oh, yeah. in geek culture yeah I feel like the female fans are more engaged with the content yeah. you know they're the ones who are like really you know talking about on the internet writing fan fiction yeah and I feel like you know this is kind of a reaction to that in some way you know I'm totally ruining this interview by talking <laughs> very loudly behind yeah. you right yeah. now <laughs> I really want to be that wasted, but I have to drive home. (laughs) Hey, we got an hour and a half drive. Really? Where are you guys here? It's basically a pit stop on our way to Vegas. Oh, okay. Is that like in the desert or is that? Yeah, in the high desert Inland Empire area. Is it south of the Salton Sea or like really? Uh, Yeah, it's like, you know uh, know where Barstow's at? Yeah. Yeah, we're like right before Barstow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just moved to LA like a year ago. Largely because of the show, yeah. actually. Um, so I'm familiarizing myself with it. Awesome. But yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, it, I wanted to kind of explore a lot of those ideas about geek culture yeah. and, you know, woman's role in that. And also just sort of like Queen Gloria is kind of a, as a character, she's a train wreck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like 
train like women that are train wrecks yeah. are treated far differently in society than men. Oh, yeah. You know, like it's like, oh, Charlie Sheen's a charming rogue, but it's like Lindsay Lohan does it. Like they're like burn her alive. You well, know, it's like when I first talked to Satu after yeah. we met at the Days of the Dead last year. Yeah, and I asked her, where did you develop this character? What, yeah. what were your inspirations? And she said, Courtney Love. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I'm like, yeah. You know what? I see yeah. that, and that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she watched a lot of interviews with Courtney Love. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that is awesome. Man. Yeah, so. Uh, I can't wait to talk to you more. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, let's definitely do it. Yeah, definitely. Hey, everybody. My name is Jason Tobias. I play Tony Brickley in Queen Goria. I am Queen Goria's ex-boyfriend who comes back from her past to cause her a lot of problems. And what, from what we saw from that uh, premiere episode, you were giving her some grief. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, man. I've since uh, dating joined a biker gang. I'm running a little bit of meth, a little bit of speed, so I'm a guy that's pretty much not the one you bring home to mom. Definitely. Yeah. Um, you came into this project uh, kind of after the Kickstarter kind of came and went. Uh, what were your thoughts coming into it? I was really excited. You know, uh, any opportunity to work is always a privilege. You know, acting is something that whenever you get the opportunity, you need to be thankful for it. But once I read the script, I was very excited. Satu is a very hard worker. Andrew as well. You know, with the story that they put together, I was very excited to be a part of it. I was very happy to be a part of it. Definitely. Um, with tonight, how did you feel uh, the viewers and the audience tonight reacted? I thought it was received very well. I heard some laughs out there. I heard a couple of oohs and ahs. I heard a couple of, uh, you know, gasps for air, if you will. Yeah. yeah. And um, everybody, I think, enjoyed themselves. I think what they saw tonight, everybody has responded with, I want to see more. I want to see where this goes. And I think that's what's great about episodics. Yeah. You want to see more. You want to see what the next step is. And that's yes, great. Definitely. That's what we were thinking tonight, too. As soon as that episode finished, I was like, okay. Episode two, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. Um, what are your hopes for the future for the show? Uh, I, I mean, you know... Besides the obvious, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess the, uh, the obvious is just that, that it gets picked up and that Satu and her team are able to tell the story the way that they really want to. Um, personally, I hope that everybody gets to indulge in creating the rest of the vision for Queen Gory. I mean, working with all these great artists, it's fantastic to be able to collaborate with them. And I hope that whatever they bring to the table, the people that actually get an opportunity to see this can see the potential for where the story can go. There's a lot of potential in the show. Um, before someone tells me again, we have a trademark. Yeah, we have a trademark finishing question for Nowhere, California. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite what the fuck movie moment? I got it. I'm a huge Batman fan. Love Batman, dude. What the fuck movie moment is definitely got to be Dark Knight after Ledger. Let's go of. Maggie Gyllenhaal, and she slides off the building, and Batman is falling, grabs her, kind of, sort of opens his cape, falls maybe, let's say, a rough, I don't know, 50 stories, <laughs> lands on a cab, everybody's okay. What the fuck? Yes. Like, what just happened right now? Like, you know what I would have believed more? Maggie Gyllenhaal grabbing onto fucking the Dark Knight's abs, Dark Knight opens up the wings, they coast for maybe five or six blocks, and then they land and they grab a latte. I believe that. <laughs> the thing I that was missing that. with that that one was Tim Burton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the first two. 89's Batman and then 91's uh, Batman Returns. Uh, Those that, that are the epitome of Loved modern it. Batmans. Might not have been 91. It was 91. Was it? Yes. Yeah. All right. Dude, awesome. Thank you so much for Thank being you guys. with us. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, we are still at the Queen Goria premiere episode. 
uh, debut, and uh, we're sitting here now with Dan Evans, the guy behind Dorian, the creepy cult member or cult leader. Actually, you look like you're pretty much the runner of the deal. He's like, yeah, he's like, there's like two or three above him. Yeah, in the cult. Yeah, so kind of the middleman for the maintenance. almost. Yeah, he's kind of. I, I kind of see him as like the guy. They go and get his hands dirty, where they won't. Yeah. Or in that case, get Steve's hands dirty. Yeah, character Steve. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, how did you enjoy the premiere episode, the world premiere? The premiere episode, it was, it was great. It was, I really enjoyed it. I, so entertaining and it was so much fun. Uh, yeah. The tone was absolutely fantastic. I love that. The tone was set immediately. It was fantastic. It was great. Yeah. Um, reactions were fantastic. Everybody was really, really into it. Everybody, I, I loved it because it appeals... It appeals to a certain fandom that they're, they're, they're so open to a show like this. And yeah. It's so it's such a and the nice thing about the show too is that I, I don't really know of any show that's like it right now. Yeah, really, I mean, like I don't really know of anything out there that's along the lines of like a horror show mixed with like an Arrested Development. Exactly. That know? that does that does explain the vibe to the show. Yeah, big time. Sort of and what I thought of it. Like how we're talking about the fandom and everything. We were talking to Joe and like since day one with us and the our connection with Pangoria, the actual convention life and everything. Yeah. And the fanboy stuff and the fangirl yeah. stuff. Everybody. Exactly. The fandom in general is kind of the thing that we're like. Even if we didn't have a connection with you guys, we'd be more than we'd be like, yeah, we're watching this. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It was yeah. fantastic. Though. I'm blown away. Yeah, definitely. Um, was this like your first viewing of like the complete cut? Yeah, I'd never seen. I had seen the first. We, we put together um, a certain like ten minute preview. Yeah. For the funding to raise the funding, and I'd seen certain things from that, um, but I didn't see uh, anything after that. Anything after that first 10 minutes I'd never yeah. seen any of them so it was a so, good surprise for you it was really surprising it was really really great now with the episode that's been viewed uh, what what are you hoping for the future for what, what's the future hold for you oh, I'm hoping for I'm, I mean I'm, I'll follow uh, Andrew and Setu wherever they want to go I mean I'm really really hoping that we get distribution and we get you know we get it picked up we get the attention that a show like this I think deserves it deserves uh, and it's you know, that's really what I'm hoping for the, the deals I've, I've heard them talk about deals and I've heard them talk about um, people are meeting with or whatever and I really hope that all that all that happens and all great things really, really come from that because yeah. it really the show really deserves it it's, and it's very it's such a great, great script and everybody's great the cast is great the cast is great to work with yeah wonderful that's awesome man do you have any final words uh when it comes to this uh, lovely night, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's have a good time. That's all I'm going you know, I hope, hope the best for everything. It's going to be great. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much, Dan, for sitting down with us. Thank you very much. You, you always got to remind me of this damn question. Hey, hey, I only have one job. <laughs> Make sure I do more. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to do it. Okay. Well, I did pose this question to you during our uh, phone conversation. Um, might as well bring it up here again since somebody had to bring it up. Yeah. What is your favorite what the fuck movie moment? What the fuck movie moment? Yeah. Uh, ooh. It's, it sounds, I think I think I even mentioned this in our phone interview, it sounds a little cliche and it sounds a little dated. For everyone, is, I, I've heard this so many times from other people, but the moment in Alien still gets me when the alien pops out of his chest because I remember the first time I saw that I remember the moment I first saw that yeah. and I just went like like I knew it was coming because I, I was old enough to know like oh yeah and the alien the alien pops out of his chest after he starts coughing or whatever yeah. and even though I knew it was coming I still was like 
like every muscle in my body just tensed up because I knew what was going to happen. But I also imagine too at the same time, I'm like audiences who saw this for the first time must have been having a heart attack. Yeah. But I was, I, I was. That's probably off the top of my head. Number one right now. That's a great moment, man. Once again, thank you for sitting down with us. Yes, thank you guys. Thank you. We have Terry himself sitting with us right now. Steve, how's your night been? Uh, well, uh, Josh, it's been amazing. Um, I, I'm i still floored uh, because, as I mentioned to both of you before, I, um, you know, the original nine and a half uh, uh, preview pilot that we had, last call, um, I'm good. Yeah. I, I'm, I've had enough alcohol. Um, but I, you know, that nine and a half minute preview uh, pilot that was that we've been shopping the last year. That's the only thing that I've seen. So yeah. when you when you watched it along with me, um, that was like the first time I've seen the finished product, and uh, I'm I, I was kind of floored. Uh, there were some different edits and stuff, but I I love them. We did a lot of cool stuff on the cutting room floor stuff. We improv, yeah. and uh, it looks good. It looks good. So uh, it's all. We're hoping. Uh, I just talked to Satu right now, and we're we're trying yeah. to uh, get the full half hour uh, shown at the end of September yeah. at Days of the Dead. Oh, so awesome. we're talking to people right now. Um, I hopefully that I, Satu doesn't mind me saying that, yeah. but we're that's what we're working on right now. Uh, so so fingers crossed, we will be there. So we'll be uh, yes, we and that will be very cool. So. Yeah, we'll be covering it again. Yes, we'll cover it again. It's much yeah, coverage. It'll be, it'll be a full circle with the Days of the Dead with us. Yes. We met last year at yeah, April. Yeah, it'll been, a, I think, over a year, actually. Yeah, over a year, yeah, since yeah. it was April, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I've had a great time tonight, and uh, thank you, Nowhere California, for being such great proponents and getting the word out for Queen Gloria. I, 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 can't, I can't thank you guys enough. Um, I absolutely believe in this, uh, I believe in this project. Yeah. And uh, there is, I'm sure the other cast members have said this, so I'll just say it again, there's nothing quite like it. Yeah. It's just a good thing. So it's just like uh, you got to strike when the iron's hot, and and uh, and there were there were producers here, people from Fox and whatnot. Uh, so we'll see what we'll see what happens. But I feel yeah. I feel really good about it. We definitely do too. We yeah. loved every moment of this episode. Yeah. Um, since you were there from day one with the initial incarnation of the idea, the teaser trailer, the Kickstarter, into tonight. Yeah. Um, what have you? What, what's your overall feeling towards the reaction of the viewers tonight, and just in general for yourself, seeing that final product? Well, uh, our producer Rance and Satu and Andrew, um, a, a, a majority of the people came were like uh, 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 good friends of theirs, and and and, and, and the, the, the audience that we had tonight are were filled with the people who. who uh, are part of the goth culture. They um, are horror movie fanatics, and yeah. this was right up their alley. Oh yeah. And um, I remember in the past, I've always talked to you and asked, well, if you could take Queen Goria and say, well, what does it remind you of? I could say, well, was, my my always pitch of it was, it's like Elvira meets It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh yeah. But after seeing this full pilot, I don't think you can apply, you can apply that to to some. Aspects, yeah. but it's grown into so much more, and and I, I I don't have the words right now. Literally, I have to 
sit by myself and just kind of think about it as far as what we have. But I know we have something really good. And uh, and since the beginning, since we started, uh, it's it's evolved. And it's evolved. Uh, I had no idea how it evolved until what I saw tonight. So I was sitting there. I, was, I literally, I was like one person that sat on the floor and I'm like a little kid. And I'm watching. Yeah. And I'm in, totally enthralled with it. Yeah. And, I was uh, out there with you. I was off the side on the floor. Yeah, so I just going. was like, oh, my God. This so, is awesome. <laughs> yeah, no. So um, I don't... I guess to answer your question, I, I think the sky's the limit. Yeah. Um, we we talked to the right people. Um, just because we finally had this this premiere party, that doesn't mean it's over. Because we've got two great themed horror conventions coming up in the months of September, and I'll be right there. Um, uh, I'll be right there, you know, plugging it and 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 getting the word out, and and hopefully, it's people want to see what we have. Exactly. So. Well, honestly, man, the night's winding down, and we just got to thank you again. Like you said, thanking us for the pump towards the show. We got to thank you guys, though, too. Uh, honestly, we were two nobodies at that convention that kind of were like, what the hell are we doing here? And you guys gave us a shot and gave us legitimacy. And well, we'll, I, we'll follow you guys in the battle. <laughs> you, let me say, Nowhere California has been with Queen Gloria. Uh, they started out when we started out, and they have been with us every step of the way. And and um, Mr. Gilmore, thank you so much for everything you've done. No and, problem. And, uh, a friendship has been built here, and um, I we see. I guess we just see what happens. I'm still. I, I'm like at a loss for words because I'm just like my mind's racing. It's oh, like, well, awesome. what, what else can we do? Who else can we talk to? And yeah. uh, we've got we've got a really cool like um, fan base army now who want to see this happen oh yeah so now it's like let's show it to the people that you know we since we started we've picked up uh, we've picked up producers like Rance and stuff who said this is great now let's go in this direction with it and it's yeah. like oh my god we've never we never thought about that yeah. and uh, it's great this this whole couch by the way the music it's like yeah it's like totally bumping here it's crazy <laughs> um, I'm I'm floored. I, 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 I'm just repeating myself. We've got something really cool, and we want to see where it's going to go. And you guys have been with us, and I know you'll continue to be with us for yeah. this this journey. Oh yeah. We're gonna. We'll, we will see what happens. We'll see what we'll see what happens. And I know from talking to uh, our writer Andrew Harrison that. Um, there's great uh, the things he's told me about where he wants to take the character of Terry as far as backstory yeah. how he became Terry the Wolfman yeah, the priest background the, the, his priest background uh, going out like going to shops buying Terry gear and his old parishioners coming and it's like Father Bowman he's like no no leave me alone I'm not you know it's it's like really really cool things I know we can explore yeah and um and I, I can't wait to do it. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm on board uh, for this. This has been a labor of love since February of 2013. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're going to see what happens. Awesome. And as always with Nowhere California, we got to pose this final question. Oh, of course. Well, we, we've done this before with you, so we got to see if it's changed at all. Okay, okay. What is your favorite what-the-fuck movie moment? My favorite what-the-fuck movie moment. Of recent, wow, that's a good. A what the fuck movie moment? Okay, I'm gonna point. I, I will. I will. I will point this out. I want to. Um, wait, I gotta think about this. I've seen a lot of movies. I, I, I just my mind just kind of goes all over the place. 
I want to know. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And I want to know about um, because that's the one Marvel book I did really read a lot. So um, uh, Michael Rooker's character with the like red uh, whistle arrow that yeah. fly. I want to. I I want to. I want to understand what that arrow is about. Same here. I just. I that's that's cool. And I was like, I cannot wait for uh, a Guardians two or if they get. Uh, implemented in the new in the second Avengers movie, which I'm assuming they're going to bring them all together. Yeah. I see an Infinity Gauntlet movie coming, oh, and, yeah. and and that's that's what I want. So uh, I just have to say, uh, right now, it's like people are like, well, we're, you know, the whole comic book movie oversaturated. No, it's not. Not if you do it correctly. Exactly. And Marvel is doing it cor- uh, correctly. And as much as I love Guardians, though, I'm going to say I, I will stand by this. And I know that the film universe, when it comes to this property, is different from the comics. With that being absorbed and said, I love what Brian Singer did with Days of Future Past. Yes. I love how he turned it. Yeah, there's some questions about it where people are like, well, I don't understand because it's all last stand and this doesn't connect. And I'm like, I have the same questions, but... I loved it. Yeah. I saw it like it's the mo- it's the one movie I saw this summer like more than three times. Yeah. Uh, and I, I it's like I wanna I'm watching. It's like I cannot wait for the X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. So that and another Guardians movie it just has me enthralled right now. I just uh, uh, yeah. And I haven't seen surprisingly I haven't seen that much in the theaters this summer. Yeah. Um, just because I've been busy with other stuff. Yeah. But um, I I love what Marvel's doing. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I'm gonna be that guy if I can yeah. say this. I I, I don't want to sound like a DC hater. Yeah. But I really feel they're rushing. DC is trying to keep up with Marvel. They're rushing this movie. Yes. I, I'm not saying it's going to be bad, but here's what, I I think that it's going to be too much too soon for uh, for uh, Dawn of Justice. Yes. However, I think Ben Affleck is going to floor people with his Batman. And in worst case scenario, they'll say, okay, this stuff isn't working, but we want to do a standalone uh, uh, Batman movie with you because I think Jeremy Irons is going to be a great Alfred. He's going to be different from what Michael Go and um, uh, Michael Caine have done. But I'm, 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 I'm all about Dawn of Justice to watch Affleck yes. as Batman. That's what's attracting me. Yeah. You know, Aquaman be damned. Yeah, exactly. I know he gets a bad rap, but that's that's my opinion about that. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much, Steve, for staying down with us. Gentlemen, as as a, it's always a pleasure with Nowhere California. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, uh, and Phil, I, I never see you. I never see you, so it's, I, it's, I'm not used to having you. But Phil came out finally, because you've been the one-man show, yeah. and I know your schedule's been busy, but Phil's here, people. He's the one holding the camera, because we're here. Yeah. So, about that, we got both of you. Yes. That's awesome. We got, we got the full Nowhere California treatment. And exactly. I also want to say, you know, there's a lot of great charities and causes going on. That music's getting really loud. Yeah. Um, it's what be fun editing. <laughs> what I know what you guys did for Brad Carter yeah. and essential tremor uh, disease. I thank you guys so much for putting uh, uh, emphasis on his story this year because oh, yeah. uh, he's a dear friend and I think you guys what you what nowhere California has done for everybody this last year is uh, astronomical and we thank you both for putting in all your hard effort and time it's appreciated we appreciate it, man. we thank you yeah. 
Uh, we're talking right now to Satu Quingoria herself. How do you feel about tonight? I feel like it was a great turnout. There were a lot of people. We were definitely overbooked, and um, everybody was laughing at the appropriate moments. Very true. So I'd say that was a success. Definitely. And since uh, you were in there for the incarnation from day one to the trailer to the Kickstarter to tonight, how do you feel about the finished product as a whole right now? I feel like it has a life, and we need to see at least uh, three to five seasons of this because I think people want to know what's next. The most popular thing I heard tonight was, well, what's happening next? I want to know what happens next, so we're ready for that. How do you feel about the current casting crew, uh, how they meld and their thought patterns going towards the show? I think we work together very well, and I think that this is the exact cast and crew that I want to use. Um, I, I think our cast is particularly very... We gel. That's the word for it. It shows. It shows in the show. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're all a little offbeat, and I think that's what make this, makes the show work, is that we're different, and we're strange and unusual, because that's what Queen Goria is. It's strange and unusual. Yeah. Well, like we were talking about earlier, why be normal? Why be normal? Yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag. We got a hashtag. That'll be the you guys Norcal. should start that. A hashtag. Oh, yes. It works. <laughs> and we've done this in the past with you since uh, this is a new interview with you and everything. So we might as well see if this moment may have changed. But with nowhere, we have to ask this question. What is your favorite What the Fuck movie moment? Has it changed? Has it changed? No, I'm going back to the fucking... Uh, and what was it? The Arrival? Yeah. Yes, Arrival. Charlie Sheen with the legs bending backwards. And that's when you're like, okay, they're aliens. It's just the cracking of the bones. Like, any time I hear bones cracking, that's when I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. I have to, like, not look. It's that sound. And that snap. That just cartilage just... Yeah, I feel like I can look at it happening. Yeah. I can't hear it because it's too real. Oh, yes. It's just disgusting. So true. So what the fuck? <laughs> yes, definitely. Thank you so much, Satu. We've enjoyed taking this journey with you guys, and we can't wait to see what's coming up next. You guys have been so supportive, and we can't thank you enough. Um, you've got you have been here with us since Days of the Dead last year. And yeah, that's essentially when it all began, and hopefully we'll see you in the future because we want this to live on. So we'll be right there with you guys. Hashtag what is it? Why be normal? Why be normal? Oh, yeah. thank you. Well, that was a long, robust night of oh. nowhere. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's happy exhaustion, yes. but. Uh, uh, but the, trust me, there's plenty. There's 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 a lot of cause to celebrate here. Yes, it is. This uh, was a big step for Team Queen Goria. Yeah, and uh, congratulations to everybody from to Queen Goria's crew, cast, everybody that was there at the complex tonight. Thank you for being so cool with us and sitting oh, down and talking with us. Yes, I, we we totally appreciate your time and. Uh, just, just everything, and we, we really want to. We, we're, we're really looking forward to doing more business with you guys and plugging your work. Yeah, and it's a great relationship with you guys, and we can't wait for what's next. To everybody that's listening right now, thank you for listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed the interviews and everything, and the, the atmosphere of uh, awesome fucking party. Oh, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> it's a hell of a night. So this is Josh, and this is Phil, and this has been Nowhere California. Thank you very much.